Trickstar Radio. Jimmy Willis. Wake up to Willis. Is he busy thinking about you? It's 8.21 on Saturday the 4th of March. I'm Jimmy Willis on Trickstar Radio. Good morning. Charmaine, do you want to know the big story of this week? This is a big story. Everyone is talking about it. What is it? What is it? It's quite serious, this one. Oh. The price of a Cabbage Freddo has risen. Frodo. Freddo. <laughs> no, it's Freddo, isn't it? There's a little chocolate the, Yeah, the little chocolate How frog. How much has it gone up by? It's now 30p. Well, that's extortionate for a tiny piece of chocolate. I still thought they were 10p, because they were 10p when I was young, like 25 years ago. When was the last ago. time you bought one? Uh, about 25 <laughs> years ago. This, they, this, so they were 25p, they've just increased to 5p. This has caused an outrage. I should think so. Cheap old chocolate for 30p. This is not the first time uh, this has happened in recent months because, of course, uh, Cadbury's, they also own the, the company that makes Freddo's. Also, they own the company that makes the Toblerone. Oh, of course, the Toblerone gosh. gate, was uh, that was a big thing, That's wasn't it? a scandal, it? that was. That was an absolute scandal because... They should have put the price up of a Toblerone, not made. They sort of spaced it out, so you didn't get many... It was very strange. You didn't get many lumps in Toblerone anymore. Did they think they were going to get away with that? Yes. I think they might have done. I think they did, but they didn't. Anyway, um, the Freddo Freddo Gate, as I've called it. uh, I've started a Twitter poll on it. Of course I have. (laughs) (laughs) A cabbage Freddo has risen to 30p. Is this too much? Hashtag Freddo Gate. Um, Follow us on Twitter, at Trickstar Road or at Real Jimmy Willis. The Twitter poll is going. You have one hour left to vote. There's three answers. Currently, we're 86% yes, 5% no, 9%. It's to Freddo, who cares? Uh, so, <laughs> uh, uh, this is an outrageous. This is the sort of serious things we shall be talking about this morning. Um, I did wonder, yeah, is it a Brexit thing? Blame Brexit for everything. Well, I've I've, I've, I've contacted them and heard back. Oh, um, did you? Yeah, of course I have. <laughs> oh my God. He's on the, the pulse, isn't he? Basically, he they are saying ultimately. ultimately it's the retailer who sets the price in the store. It is well reported that food and drink manufacturers have been experiencing increased input costs for some time, which coupled with the foreign exchange rate pressures are making food products more expensive to make. Uh, the statement continued, we have and continue to carry the increased cost with our business needs as much as possible, but to keep uh, people's favourite brands on the shelf and look after the 4,000 people we employ in the UK, we have to make some selective price increases with our customers in the UK. Well, that sounds like a load of old twaddle, doesn't it? They, yeah. It's yeah. like... Well, I can be very good. You're employing 4,000 people in the UK, but is the quality of chocolate the same if you're going to put your price up? Because that changes a lot. A lot of chocolate. And because Cabo's Cream Eggs recipe changed recently, that, didn't it? That was another... I mean, scandal. I, yeah, it was a scandal. The, the, these things, it's, a, it's, it's, it's better than talking about Syria, isn't it? <laughs> 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 it's just, it's a bit easier to listen to well, on yeah, a Saturday morning, yeah, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. We're going to break you in gently to Saturday morning. Now, um, we've had a conversation off air this morning. The next song I'm going to play is going to upset you, Charmaine. Go on. Guess what it is? Rag and Bone Man. Oh. <laughs> Are we allowed to say what it is? Yes. <laughs> Charmaine was, was 
was it this morning? It was for today, filming today. For Rag and Bowman's new music video. Yeah. But you didn't get in it. I didn't get it. And now Charmaine hates <laughs> Rag and Bowman. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you pick me to feature in your music video? Anyway. I liked you till then. This is Rag and Bowman with Skin. Good morning, it is 8.25. When I heard that sound When the walls came down I was thinking about you Hello to everyone on Facebook Live. Um, it's getting busy. There are people listening. Uh, they're up and awake. There are people it. are awake. Cyril's listening from France. Um, I've not been to France for years, Cyril. Uh, well, what's it like over there? Is the weather nice at the moment? It depends what part of France you're in, I guess. I think Southern France is warmer, isn't it? I think. Generally. Um, but I've, yeah, I've not been there for a long time. Um, good morning to Ian Reese. Jason Maverick. Jason morning. Maverick. Um, Laura Jane Sparks says, happy Saturday. What a lovely thing to say. Happy Saturday. I'm going to use that. But then she did say, uh, I recall you saying that to you with a... What was it? Read that line. I recall saying that with you during many hangover in in our younger days. See, I I haven't had enough coffee that I can actually read. Uh, So uh, I apologise about that. But but, good um, morning to everyone. I hope you're all good and well. Um, so we have a Twitter poll on the go as we speak. Um, it's happening on Twitter. This is my big story of the day. Not that big. The price of Alfredo has gone up. This is what I could come up with for the for this morning's content. Uh, is so everyone th- rebelling against it? At Trickstar Radio on Twitter, have your say, dear listener. A Cabra's Freddo has risen to 30p. Is this too much? Currently on the Twitter poll, 86% yes, 5% no, 9%. It's a Freddo. Who cares? You have around 15 <laughs> minutes left to vote. This is the big one. It's a big big cliffhanger, isn't it, that one? Don't care about Theresa May, what's going on in the world in chocolate? No, 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 I don't care whatsoever. <laughs> I tell you what, this story, this, this is a weird one. I just told you about this before we went on air. And uh. this was all over Twitter, was it yesterday or the day before? Um, Tom Hanks, my favourite actor, I'd like to add... <laughs> Because he always listens in. He does. Tom Hanks gives White House Press an espresso machine. What, what's this? Well, how is this trending on Twitter? The White House Press. Yeah, so it's like they have a press room at the, ho- yeah. uh, the White House where all the press people from all the newspapers gather. So um, they can write their fake news. Yes. Hanks first sent the press corps an espresso machine in 2004. Uh, when he and his family were visiting there, uh, they were visiting the White House and they were looking in the press room and he realised and was surprised that the journalist didn't have a coffee machine. So he ordered him a coffee machine. <laughs> um, and then he went back in 2010 um, after he was visiting the White House with director Steven Spielberg. As you do. As you do. Um and he was out, he came back and he checked on his coffee machine. He said he, they weren't looking after it properly or something. And then, <laughs> what? so he brought them another one. And then this week, he, he sent them another one. Um, he, he surprised them all this week by sending them another expression machine and added a note um, to the journalist, encouraging them to continue their work. The note said, keep up the good fight for the truth, justice and the American way, especially the truth part. Tom Hanks. The truth part, see? Don't yes. write alternative facts. So, I, I, so yeah, it's just, I love Tom Hanks. they banned the BBC from the White House. Did they? Because Trump saying, oh, oh, we're getting out of politics, Jimmy. We need to talk about chocolate. Oh. But Trump has been saying that the BBC are spreading vicious lies. Um, but... Yeah. There we are. There you go. Chocolate, anyway. Chocolate. doing? Fredo. 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 <laughs> 86% yes. <laughs> um, 
Oh, good morning to Jessica, who agrees with me about the Great British Pancake. Uh, yeah, when we first went on air, I, I asked Charmaine if she had a pancake. She said no, which is outrageous. Um, but yeah, I said on Facebook, I saw a lot of very thick, horrible looking pancakes, which is not a real pancake, covered in bacon and maple syrup. They Ugh. are like... Scottish pe- Scots pancakes. Uh, Scottish pancakes is it? The thick ones, don't they? I, I don't, don't like the thick ones. I only like crepes. They've got to be fi- a crepes a thin one. Yeah. A thin one with uh, sugar and lemon. That is the way forward, people. Did uh, can I? Can everyone hit us up on Facebook Live or on Twitter at Trickstar Radio? Did you have a pancake this year for Pancake Day? I reckon most people would have done. But the reason why we have Pancake Day is for Lent. It's the start of Lent. Now you're no, it's because give... we like pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I guess you didn't give anything up then for Lent. Wow. I've made such big changes uh, this year. I think I'm doing all right. I'm being running. I'm being fairly healthy. I don't need to. I'm perfect, really. That's what it comes down to. I need to change nothing. You're absolutely right, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy Willis. Charmaine, you've got a story over there about... Lisa Marie Presley. So this is Alvis's daughter. Yes. I loved Alvis. Did you? My parents and my grand loved Alvis. So I always sort of follow her. What's she up to now? She's well, a bit she's, of a state, I expect. She's, uh, I think she's going through a divorce with husband number, if I'm correctly, number four. Number four? Yeah. Well, oh. do you remember she was married to Nicholas Cage? She was married to Michael Jackson. <laughs> she was married to Danny K- Kyle. Or what Danny DeVito. <laughs> Probably, uh, yeah. And uh, and the next, the one that she's just divorcing now, she's got a couple of kids with, and apparently she's accusing him of having indecent pictures of children on his uh, really on his computer and stuff. Good God! The children have been taken into care. Well, when I say care, Priscilla Presley, Elvis's ex-wife, is looking after the children. Well, but Lisa Marie Presley apparently is broke. How could you be the daughter of Elvis and be broke? How she's living can on people's sofas. That? This is what if you read the National Enquirer. Are you sure? Just, well, Elvis daughter. Elvis daughter is living est- on people's she sofas. She sold the estate. Uh, the well, I was going to say the White House. She sold <laughs> the, White the White House. House. <laughs> she's selling the White House. She's so broke. She's trying to Graceland. sell. She's lost the plot. <laughs> she's so Graceland. She's trying to sell White the White she, House on Gumtree. <laughs> <laughs> she gets four grand a month uh, from the estate. Um, but as she admits, she's never worked a day in her life. Um, uh, and she's never been a successful singer-songwriter either. Wow, like dad. she's not really done a lot. She's had she? a massive drug problem. She gave a lot of money to Scientology as well. She was Scientology. Did she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and now her ex-husband, um, I can't remember his name, but he's got a very funny hat. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> if you see some of the pictures together, he, he looks like some pilgrim father or something. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's in trouble. So when, it, when I hear people with finances like that, that she's billions of pounds in debt with massive tax bills and stuff, I think, well, my state of affairs isn't so bad. No, <laughs> she's not going to be fine. Oh, God, I forgot. This is... I forgot I found this yesterday and I researched it for about two hours. I spent far too long on this because <laughs> I didn't think it was real. Right, a British man has been selling fresh mountain air to people in polluted cities for £200 a bottle. Right. And Say I thought, that again. A British man has been selling fresh mountain air to people in polluted cities for £200 a bottle. Are they mental? <laughs> well, that's what I thought. I thought this, this, this can't be real, can it? Can it be real? Basically, I, I looked into it. I've researched it for two hours. John Green, 
is an IT consultant from London who has lived in the Swiss city of Basel for 20 years. Don't know if I pronounced that Bazel. city name right. Basel. Um, he's basically, he's where he's, he's right in the Swiss Alps and it, and he's, <laughs> and he bottles up fresh mountain air and sells it to people in heavily polluted cities. He says in a, a promotional video, I have lived here for 20 years and the Swiss don't know what they've got. The air is really something special. Um, he also added, <laughs> he also added, I go up 10,000 feet to get this air. He is conning stupid people. I saw a programme, actually, I think it was a clip on Gogglebox or something last week, and there was a place in the country that was selling jars. They were going around with butterfly nets, catching the air. What? And then putting it in a jar and selling it for a couple of quid, and it's just like, you off your rocker. I mean, What's wrong with people? I thought, is this real? But he's got a website, mountainairfromswitzerland.com. Go and check it out. Um, and I researched it. <laughs> And he sells three litre bottles for £200, one litre bottle for £135, or a pint, yes, a pint of Mountain Air for £75. Oh, well, that's all right, then we'll get with them. And then, I've, this is some of the text off the website, right? This is word for word. Limited opportunity to get your sealed jar of genuine Mountain Air from Switzerland. Feel the freshness. C- claim yours while stocks last. Why, are they going to run out of air in Switzerland? Claim yours while stocks last. It's not like <laughs> we've only got five left. It's air. This is, I swear, oh, have a look what? at the website. This is on it. And it also says, right, this. <laughs> You've got a birthday coming up, haven't you? Monday. Wednesday on Monday. Wondering what to get him or her for a birthday or a Christmas? The ultimate present for the man or woman that has everything. Comes with a signed certificate of authenticity and the GPS coordinates of exactly where oh, it was collected. Up. You're not even going to spend a penny on me, let alone 200 quid for a bottle of air. <laughs> and that is word for word off the website. It also says, as you open your ice cold jar, commas, it's recommended to chill in freezer for full effect. Um, you flick the latch back and then just take a breath of genuine mountain air from Switzerland. I'd be really interested to see how many people buy this, really. I, well, yeah. Is it April, April's full, April 4th? That is a real thing. That's what I thought. It was someone winding me up. Um, but no, this is happening in the world. Wow. People have got too much money, haven't they? If they're going to spend 200 quid. So I can there. get you some for your birthday if you want. Well, you're just going to get an empty bottle, aren't you? Just give it to me instead. <laughs> I, more than likely, I will put it in the freezer first. <laughs> oh, well, there's a thought that counts. To be it? honest with you, for £200, I'm not going to buy you a present for £200. Not going to lie. <laughs> you're not going to buy me a I'm present I'm not going to buy it. No, I will. I'll have a look in the Poundland or the 99p shop or something like that. I like the perfume in the pound shop. Do you? Yeah, it's you, you just said that live on no, the radio. But it, it does smell lovely, but you get does a really nasty rash. Yeah, you but... get a... <laughs> any perfume you buy for one pound and gives you a rash, you shouldn't be using. I'm not a doctor. I haven't got a medical certificate. It doesn't, before I get sued by Poundland, it doesn't give you a rash. It's very nice. Really? I thought. Do you know what's a pound? Do you know what I mean? And it's for well, the aftershave, a perfume, obviously. It's called so something. And um, I just thought I'd have a go, and actually it's very nice. I can't believe you're doing that. I'm so cheap. You are cheap. So if your boyfriend's listening, you've got a <laughs> birthday coming up, head to Poundland. Um, <laughs> don't don't listen to Jimmy Willis. Trickstar Radio, Jimmy Willis. Wake up to Willis. Right, Charmaine 
Um, what did you want? Celebrity birthdays. Yes, you want please, to do yes, that please. now? Celebrity birthdays. Right, let's have the a look. The only reason I come in, I hate you. I just like yeah. doing celebrity birthdays. <laughs> well, there's, there's one today. Um, mm. Mr. Brooklyn Beckham. I like Brooklyn Beckham. He's doing some funny stuff on Instagram now, and his dad always trolls him, and I think it's quite funny. Oh, really? Yeah, well, he puts, um, he was doing an Instagram live video about two weeks ago, and you're watching it, and then David Beckham comments on it, you should be at school, and it was just, he's like the coolest kid in the world, isn't he? And then your dad's telling you to go That's to school funny. with like a million people watching, it's really funny, I, I, I know it sounds a bit sad, but it's actually quite funny. I, he's got to be 18. Yes, 18, 100 Jimmy Willis points, Charmaine Davies, wow, done. Yeah. There's one tomorrow. There wasn't really any other interesting ones today. One tomorrow, uh, Matt Lucas. Oh, he is... Uh, this is uh, from Little Britain. I'm sure people know who yes, he is. Okay. Shooting Stars he was in originally. That's where I originally know him from. I was with a friend the other day that when we were talking to... He was on a beach somewhere, and I won't say where, but he was talking to on a beach, and mm. we were chatting. Bogner Regis. <laughs> <laughs> was it more exotic than Bogner Regis? <laughs> no, I was with one of his friends. <laughs> and, uh, we were, yeah, it was a bit more exotic than Bogner Yeah, Regis. okay. Uh, Forty-three. Uh, yes! Shall we? <laughs> 200 roll. Jimmy I'm Willis points. Fire. I mean, there aren't any more. There aren't any more oh. blooming... If there were more... I'm like, fire I today. feel I could have reeled out a ten then. He was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. You didn't... There was a, a period of last year where I was doing three a week and you didn't <laughs> get one for, like, four months. And I thought... Well, how can you, you just, this is outrageous. There we go, 43. See, I'm up on my showbiz today. I tell you what, you don't see Matt Lucas on the TV as much now, do you? Well, he's busy you? writing a book. I know he writes a lot of stuff, and mm. I think he might produce stuff as well. He's um, he's writing a book at the moment about his life. Oh, is he? And uh, I believe he's been doing something for, for, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, oh, but no, another probably, big television programme. Probably but, best yeah, not to, then, I'll just shut you. up until I know. Talking to television, there was some exciting news this week. Very, very excited about this. Louis Farouk will be returning to the BBC <gasps> for free new documentaries, tackling murder, sex trafficking, all the good stuff. Oh, I love Louis. Uh, um, yeah, well... I love Louis Fru, massive fan. Everything he does, I love. I was really looking forward to his Scientology film. It was called My Scientology, My Solid Scientology, Scientology movie. movie. I've got it on DVD. I tell you what, I wasn't. I was a little disappointed it's a bit rubbish, with it. Isn't it? Um, and it's the first thing Louis Fru's ever done. Which, and I was so looking forward to it because I did want to know more about it, and I was disappointed with it. But now yeah. it's coming back to the BBC. Um, the problem is when they try and make things into movie length. They've done this with TV programmes. This is very different from Louis Fru, but Ab Fab, um, yeah. Alan Partridge. It's normally a half-hour programme or an hour programme, whatever. Yeah. And then it just feels like when you're watching one and a half or two hours, could have got this into was, one episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. I was really disappointed with that Scientology because he yeah. has done it before about Scientology. Yeah. like I think that was just like an hour show. But this one, you know, and it was, it was pointless. It was pointless. It, there was... No. What was the point of it? Yeah, well, it, we, we didn't get it. anywhere. And also, the people just following him around, following him, following them. And yeah. It, it was just like, no, you turn your camera off. No, you turn your camera off. No, you turn but, your camera off. I mean, because, yeah, it was. But Louis's coming back. We're going to forget yeah. that. Louis's coming back to the BBC. So that's 
three new documentaries. We haven't got a release date by the BBC yet, but it's happening. Um, so basically, the journalist is going to take an in-depth look at some of the, the uniquely devastating challenges currently being faced in America. Um, all the sort of dysfunctional, disturbing aspects of American society. Uh, generally, it, it's very hard-hitting Louis Fru's stuff when he does that style of thing. Uh, I, I like his intimate interviews with people as well. He's very... He, he's got oh, he's so deadpan. He's so deadpan. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of the Americans think he's being serious with his irony and they, cause they don't understand irony. No. And he's very straight. And you just think, you're lo- laughing your head off and these Americans going, oh, really? Oh, really? I, you see the one where he wanted to be a porn star? Yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> he's just brilliant. I like all these things. And a lot of those series that he'd done, I actually learned something from it. Do you know what I mean? Just weird how little things. How to be a porn star. <laughs> I went and had a very successful career. <laughs> what are you laughing for? So you weren't that bloke that died under a pile of six tonnes of porn in Japan then? No comment. Good morning, dear listener. I do hope you're all good and well. It's 11 minutes past nine and it's time for your Brighton and Hove Albion football preview by Brandon Smith. Brighton travelled 200 miles north this weekend to the city ground to face strugglers Nottingham Forest. It's been a mixed past week for the Seagulls after Chris Hewton's side picked up an all-important three points last Saturday at home against Reading to put the Albion back in the driving seat for the Premier League. However, following last Saturday, the Seagulls hosted high-flying birds Newcastle United in which a stroke of luck and a last-minute winner from Ayosi Perez ensured the Magpies will go back top of the Championship. It's been a completely different type of season for Nottingham Forest, who currently sit four points above the relegation zone in 18th place. Forest haven't had much to cheer about so far in 2017 either, following the sacking of boss Felipe Montana after less than seven months in charge at the city ground. Brighton have only won one of their last four away games in the league, so a perfect chance for caretaker manager Gary Brazil to show his worth and future intentions towards the Nottingham Forest board. However, Forest have been known for the amount of goals they concede this season home and away, with a total of 58 goals having to be conceded so far. What a perfect chance this could be for Glenn Murray to continue his fantastic goal-scoring record after his first half penalty against Newcastle made it a total of 17 for the season. Forest will be looking towards their experienced strikers, though, to help build the gap between them and the gloomy relegation zone, with experienced goal-scorers Brett Sombolonga and Ross McCormack available for selection. However, all eyes will be on the biggest game in the Championship this weekend as third place Huddersfield hosts high-flying Newcastle United. If Brighton win this afternoon and the Magpies slip up, it will be deja vu again as the Seagulls will go back top of the Championship by just the point. As always, make sure you get in touch with me over on Twitter at Smithston940. It's a 3pm kickoff. It's Nottingham Forest first Brighton Hove Albion. Thank you, Brandon Smith. Good luck, Brighton and Hove Albion today. We're going to go to John Legend. Love me now. Hit us up at Trickstar Radio on Twitter. Come and say hello. Pulling me further. Jimmy Wait a, Wait a minute. Hear this. Charmaine. Yes. Do you ever have a problem with waking up in the night or any difficulty in maybe even getting to sleep or waking up early or waking up in the middle of the night, that sort of thing? Yes, all of the above. All, well, everyone. <laughs> everyone. I've got, there's different times, basically. I've got, it might all be spiritual, basically. I might have solved your problems. Um, so, I wake up, for example, at about 5am most of the time. And it really irritates me. 5am and I've got a meaning for each little time slot so if if you wake up from 5 to 7am uh, without actually before you've got to get up basically um, 
It normally means uh, that it's a sign of expecting difficult emotional blockages. It's tied to large. It's tied to a large intestine, uh, and and can be remedied by practicing different stretches. That's what I need to do um, by waking up at five. What time do you wake up at night? <laughs> what time do I, I do you wake, to wake up in up, the middle of the night? I used to sort of wake up sporadically throughout the night, just sort of wake up and go. Oh. And then close my eyes and go back to sleep again. Um, but sometimes I wake up and I'm just like, okay, I'm awake. This is really annoying. But uh, Do you know what? Is there a normally a time? Nine o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah, that, well, that's, <laughs> no, that's just waking up. <laughs> no, I, I, I generally wake up. If I do wake up, it's about half past two in the morning. Half past two, right? Well, if you wake, if you wake uh, between one and three o'clock, this this energy meridian is linked to one's liver. If the meridian <laughs> is being blocked, it's because of <laughs> anger. Calm yourself with a glass of cold water and to begin to think about what is causing your anger. Figure <laughs> out, figure out why it's making you angry. Then let it go. Let it go. Let, let it, it go, go. Charmaine. Stop being so angry. Take that anger and hate out of you, Charmaine. Don't be such an angry person. I, do know I think I am very angry. You are an angry person. <laughs> I'm a very see, angry. you can feel the calmness already. See, let it go. Breathe. Let it go. <gasps> One let big it... breath in and let it out. Ah, let you feel the anger go. There we go. Live on Trickstar Radio. Good morning. <laughs> 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 Going on to the next hard-hitting topic of the day, McDonald's are starting a home delivery service in the UK. Oh, do you good. like McDonald's? Do you know there's nothing quite like a McDonald's, is there? But well, no, no, no. I do. Is that a good or bad thing? Though? I, I, I do probably once a month. I might have. Yeah, a, I'm about once, once a, a month. month. I tell you, I, I don't. I'm on the fit thing. I can't eat McDonald's every now and again. I like a Big Mac. So shoot me. Have a little me. happy meal. That's what I do. I'm a giant, Charmaine. A happy meal is like, it's like, it's like um, you eating half a biscuit. It's not going to be any good. <laughs> yeah, but. I have two it's burgers. For you than to eat a little bit. And if, you can have a little cheeseburger and chips and you get a toy. Do you know what I used to do? I used to have a Big Mac meal. <laughs> eat the and you can't eat the toy, Charmaine. You can't lick the toy, eat the toy. That, that, there's strict policies on these things. Okay. Um, a, a disclaimer: I did not say eat the toy of McDonald's Happy Meal. What do you do with the toy if you buy a Happy Meal? I play with it. Do you really, Charmaine? There's a lot coming about you. This is just worrying. What do you no. get up to in the day? What? You go to McDonald's and play <laughs> and with play all with the toys and have a Happy Meal. Do you know sometimes because if they're little fluffy toys, like they have the little. Um, Angry Birds, I think, lately. Um, and their little fluffy toes. I give them to my animals to play with. I'll tell you who else eats Happy Meal. Um, yeah, Happy Meals. For the, the children's <laughs> portion at McDonald's is Pete Bennett. Because we went there and he... And I said, oh, I'll have a Big Mac meal. He said, what, you're going to eat all that? He said, well, that's no good for you. Anyway, and he had a Happy Meal. And I was like, Christ, if you weren't here, I would have ordered another burger as well, as well as my Big Mac meal. I would have had a double cheeseburger and a Big Mac and chips and a drink. Because he wasn't, because he was with me, and little P, he's a little skinny bugger, isn't he? Um, And he told me off for eating a Big Mac meal, and I didn't say anything at the time. I would have had a double cheeseburger as well. That's like my starter. When you go to a restaurant, you have a starter. That's like my starter. I finished, I had a gig the other day, and... um, Oh, my morning, Andrew Grant, David Andrew Grant. But um, I, I finished a gig the other day, was starving. We drove to a uh, McDonald's afterwards. I did have a quarter pound a meal, felt ill. 
did you? Well, no, I loved every minute and I literally inhaled it because I was so hungry. But that's the thing, you eat it so quickly and then you realise what you've eaten. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> but it was, you know, it satisfied a need. Um, good morning to everyone on Facebook Live. Thank you for watching. Uh, David, Andrew Grant, good morning, mate. Um, good morning to Matthew Wakem, who wanted a shout out about an hour ago as well. Good morning, uh, the Wakester, he calls himself here. Uh, and Chris is on there, and we've got. Uh, it's, it's nice. It's nice to have a bit of audience interaction, isn't audience, it? Audience, and how do you feel about Freddo's? What's going on? Freddo's, right. Oh, yeah, this is a big thing in the morning. We have a Twitter poll on the go. It's happening now at Trickstar Radio or at Real Jimmy Willis. Get involved in this Twitter poll. Um, so let me find it. So this is the this is the Twitter post. A cabrish Freddo has risen to thirty p. This is the big news of the week. Is this too much money? Uh, hashtag Freddogate, as I'm calling it. Currently, the poll, and you've only got about um, fifteen minutes left to vote. So. 85% of people say yes, this is too much. 4% no. 11% is for Freddo. Who cares? What would your answer be? Who cares? Who cares? I, I have not had one of those since I was... I've not had one for 25 years. Yeah, exactly. I might go and buy one later. I might go and buy one. I might buy loads you, of them. You can't afford them I now, can't Jimmy. afford them. No, I can only buy... So you can't get much for 10p. What can you buy for 10p now? When I was young, you could get a lot for 10p. How old are you? <laughs> 33, I think. Okay. I, I think. Can't be 100% sure. You were 33 sure. when I met you six years ago. <laughs> yeah. I was born in 1984. I don't know if I'm 32 or 33. Anyway, my birthday's in April. Send presents to the studio. 16th and me, April. My, my birthday's on Monday. Don't buy her uh, anything. Save your money for next month. Roll it over and get me a bigger <laughs> one. Sod <it. laughs> Presents and cards can be sent courtesy of Trickstar FM, Dyke Road, Brighton. Thank you very much. Um, so where are oh. we? Chocolate? No. No. What? McDonald's. You were talking about Mc- McDonald's. Well, I was talking to McDonald's. Yeah, Caroline's just hit me up. Actually, she says um, is but delivery in McDonald's is very popular in other parts of the world. And I've actually got some facts here from a. Uh, I've written some notes down about this. Do you know McDonald's um, is already one of the largest providers of delivered food in the world? One billion pound a year they're making from delivered food at the moment. Of course, you've never heard of it in this country, but in China, South Korea, Singapore, places like that, they're making one billion pound a year. It's the biggest home delivery in the world, and that's McDonald's. That's amazing because they haven't even got a weight problem in those countries no no yes yeah, so what are we doing wrong i don't know what's the solution charmaine i'm looking at you this is why we brought you in this morning <laughs> <laughs> this is the reason you came in you were going to solve everything um i say have a happy meal have a happy because meal because it makes you happy but only one a month yeah we could go there are other fast food chains yeah. uh, are available well i like burger king burgers no. but i don't like their chips don't like either i would have the burger no. and the mcdonald's chips chips radio hear this very nice morning charmaine is everything okay i've had a lovely time thanks good um we've got time for one very quick story well what's that this happened this week. I wanted to do it. We've nearly run out of time because um, I want to do a handover with Katie and Lord very shortly. But this story was out this week. It's one of those stories which is something like would happen to me. Now, back in my partying days, I quite often used to get on a train and I used to fall asleep and wake up in a random place. <laughs> this happened quite a lot on a weekly basis. Um, this week, a Londoner <laughs> accidentally gets an, gets an Uber to Croydon from London to Croydon via Bristol. 
How did that happen? Basically, uh, a guy called Aaron, he claims he doesn't really know how it all happened. Uh, he woke up, he, he got in an Uber taxi from London, um, he woke up, and he was two and a half hours away from home. It's only a half hour journey. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he went onto the app and he booked it. I've never actually used Uber because I don't go to London as much now. Um, but So he's booked it on, on the app to go half miles, so London to Croydon. Um, I think it was supposed to go to Brixton or something, but instead he's put... Uh, there was some sort of a mix-up. He, he doesn't really know what happens. The problem was, when he woke up, and he was two and a half hours away from home, remember, he only started half an hour away from home, the driver didn't speak very good English. <sighs> so they were just, like, driving around. Uh, and then he had to bring him all the way back to London from Bristol. <laughs> It cost um, £460, <gasps> which was all of his mum's money. He had to pay it. I mean, really. That, that's like, he had to pay it? He had to pay it there well, and there. Well, he must have put the, the wrong he, destination yeah. in Well, then. basically, he claims that he didn't put the wrong destination in. Uber have looked into everything. He definitely... They're saying he definitely did yeah, put Yeah, he the, did. Of course he did. But um, Uber have said this week this was clearly an unfortunate mistake. So as a gesture of goodwill, we will offer the rider a refund. So they are going to give oh, him good. his money back, which is nice. Um, but Christ, that's a hell of a journey, isn't it? Well, God, he was a really deep sleeper. He hasn't Whoa. had trouble waking up at odd yeah. hours, has he? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's quite impressive. I can't sleep that deep in a in the back of a car for two and a half hours. He no. must have been drunk. He, that's what I because he hasn't. He's defended himself in the in the article that I was reading. He must have been really drunk, and he has not mentioned that anywhere. And it was in the middle of the night as well, so of course he was drunk. Yeah, let's allegedly before Jimmy, allegedly. Jimmy gets sued. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other story. Oh, do, you don't watch EastEnders, do you? No. Well, no. We, I mean, Danny Dyer's had a few problems recently, and the press has been quite documented. He's been sort of out and about around town. I won't really go into that because I don't really know what's true and what's not. But um, EastEnders bosses have reportedly decided to send Danny Dyer's character on EastEnders to prison. Um, oh, good. This, ba- I love. No, see, I, I really love Danny Dyer on EastEnders. Is my, he's my favourite character. He just one plays of the himself. I he's only lo- a character. I love Danny Dyer. Smart pup. <laughs> they all sound the same that people are. <laughs> they bit. do, yeah. Um, but basically, because it's the easiest way to sort of write him out of it, because they can send him to prison, and then what they're saying is Danny can take. And this is all reported in the Daily Star, uh, not by me. Um, but it's the easiest way to get rid of a character. You can put him in prison. He can have as much time off as he wants or as little time off as he wants. Sort himself out and they can bring That's him back. That's what happened with Janine, though. Where's she gone? Janine? Uh, Janine? I, I, I don't know. I, did she die? She went to prison. I think she did. I, but I think she died, didn't she? Did she? I don't know. Uh, I'm not 100% know what happened sure. happened to Janine? At Star Radio on Twitter. What happened to Janine for EastEnders? There was a couple of years where I stopped watching it. I think she sort of... That was the time. Well, she went into I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, and then she won it or something, didn't she? And I think she might have done, yeah. And then she just vanished. I don't really know. I don't know what's happened so to the world. I'm, I'm not sure on current affairs. Charmaine, you haven't got a gig to promote tonight, have you? No, I've got the night off. Wow. Go and enjoy yourself, my dear. I will. I'm gonna, I would watch Netflix, because I'm on Netflix. There's Weatherwise today. You send in today. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to go shop and do a bit of banking, then I'm going to hide. Well, if, you, if you've got any plans this weekend to go out and do anything, you have to do it today. We've got a few sunny spells. It's not going to be particularly hot, but tomorrow, 
big heavy rain you're going to wake up tomorrow morning it's going to be heavy rain it's going to be raining until about seven o'clock at night if you need to do anything get out and do it today or you will get wet tomorrow take an umbrella folks take an umbrella folks Charmaine thank you for coming in my lovely my pleasure love you uh, I'll see you next next week yeah. yes you will I'll okay. be that's Ray Black with Patience here on Trickstar Radio. It's 9.51. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Big thank you to Charmaine Davies. Um, we have the girls coming on to do a handover very shortly. Um, they are, look, they're in the next office. Sorry, Jimmy, we're waiting through the, through the little window. You left me on my own. I was here. We had radio silence for four minutes. Oh, <laughs> How are you, girls? Bye, Charmaine. Bye. We're great. We're great. Laura's still looking brown. I am. Um, she keeps showing me her midriff. Just, just, oh, my midriff's on show. What's my midriff? My belly. Oh, is it? I don't know. I've never heard of that. Oh, it's what my grandparents call it. <laughs> I can't believe. How old are you? I won't ask you. 33. You're 33 and you don't know what a midriff no, is. <laughs> <laughs> they say you learn something every day and I think that is my thing for the day. Woohoo! KP, uh, what have you been doing this week? Have you done anything exciting? You always do exciting things. Have I done anything exciting? Well, we, ha- we have done something exciting collectively. Oh, yes- have you? Yeah, yesterday and we've just posted it on Facebook. Oh, well, we better go and have a look then. Ooh, we did a little video. <laughs> <laughs> What's coming up in today's show? Um, so we're going to be you talking... Don't know, do you? Yes, we do. <laughs> we're going to be talking about our healthier... Our journey to a healthier lifestyle. Oh, I'm on that. I'm on the road to a healthier lifestyle. You do lifestyle. look really good. I know. You look really good. <laughs> do I? Yeah. Stop flirting with me, Laura. I can't She's help it. She's a little flirt. Ah! <laughs> so we're going to be talking about that. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, the latest uh, food that's uh, going to be delivered. Uh, we're going to be talking- <laughs> what to here? Are you getting well, food delivered up. to the studio? No, no, but McDonald's. And, and, oh, no, we've already done it. Oh, <laughs> damn it! Damn no, you! No, 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 no. You, I'm sure you'll have a different insight onto what it. What else? And we're going to be talking about um, what 25% of people 18 to 25 are now doing. A very, <laughs> very radio voice all of a sudden. Lots of other things that I've completely forgotten about because we're just so <laughs> no, in no. awe of your healthy look. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> do you still get up at half six and go to the gym every morning? That's what you were doing. Um, I get up every morning and I go to the gym at nine. So oh, at nine, I still I'll go every day. Once you go freelance, everything gets a bit later in the day, doesn't I it? I know, I, I'm my own boss. I can... I I can go whenever. Uh, well, have a good show, girls. Thank you, you too. Oh, well, you too. Next week, maybe. You yeah. Too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the next 30 seconds will be really good. Yeah, but... great. Good luck with that. <laughs> um, thank you ever so much for checking out this show. Do come, come and have a check out the podcast. It's on iTunes, Mixcloud, uh, or my website, jimmywillis.tv. Have a nice Saturday, people. This is Sia, the greatest. I've been Jimmy Willis from Trickstar Radio. Ah!